Cool. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Creatives Chat. Peter, tell everyone who we have on our show this week. Oh, Rusty, we're keeping the conscious creators coming with our guest who's a writer, dancer, and musician that brings together universal wisdom and creative expression into a unique one-of-a-kind experience that keeps us inspired, uplifted, and vitalized with his unstoppable energy. We have King Dao making a return to Creatives Chat. Viewers, if you want to check out the previous episode, search for episode 12. Roll the intro. Streaming from Retro Earth Studio and brought to you by WeAreHistorically.com Conscious Human Apparel and Learn to play jazz piano like a pro by a pro with Jazz Piano Pro Essentials at JazzPianoPro.com That's Welcome Back, The King. And welcome, King, back to Creatives Chat. How you been, man? Been living, thriving, bro. Round two. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show. I know I just want to say, you know, congratulations on Spiritualized Drop, and I know that's your latest work. Just want to push that in the beginning real quick. Just so you, how's the experience of producing that compared to the last works you've been doing, man? This one's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, I've definitely taken the most time out of any of my projects with this one, uh, mostly because I was able to do it in an actual studio. I mean, all my other projects before have been at home studios, which I I, I, I consider those like being in the studio too, but just to have that actual experience and being somewhere, you know, like an established setting. And shout out to uh, Robert Ironman of Fibonacci Studios. He's the owner uh, who lives out nice. here in Seattle. Um, and the a lead engineer lake uh who uh makes and mastered my whole uh project for me um shout out to those two uh for being a big part of this and you know just giving me like a, a whole experience i never would thought possible so it was yeah it's been uh it's been a year coming so it's been an awesome experience and I mean, I can tell that it's been pushing because you've been doing a lot of different shows and gigs really all for the most part all summer right like leading up to this too in post yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, shout out to Marshall and them for Fremont Friday. That was, I think that was, yeah, one of the first shows I did in front of a bunch of people using some of this music, uh, like Two Can, nice. the leading single off of it. Um, and then I did the Mill Creek Festival after that, which was very special to me because I always want to, I live in Mill Creek, Washington, for those who don't know. And I always wanted to do a show out here as close to home as I could. Um, so that was really cool. Uh and I guess technically the first show I did was uh, my friend's memorial, rest in peace to Redfellow. He was the one who um, mm. mixed and mastered the engineer, uh, uh, the energy EP that we spoke about last time. Um, yeah. Yeah, he died at a car crash at, he's 22 on April 1st. So, so yeah. Sorry about that. No, yeah. But it was, it was a beautiful uh, moment in time to, to have all the friends and family, you know, from school that I haven't seen because we were both in band. Uh, and it was a... Uh, it was very powerful. Like it, it, it honestly felt, I felt like I was watching myself in a very like, you know, just like sad movie that, but that had like a good turning point because, you know, just having all those people and like who may have known how close we were or didn't and being together to understand how much he did uh, when it came to the music, I think was a very powerful thing. I know he's, he's been watching because ever since like all of that, a lot of beautiful things have been happening. So. Ooh. And those are the subtleties that I always try to take note of is, you know, when we do lose people that are dear to us and it's just another beautiful thing to see how much we can transform the pain from that into an opportunity to build. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, really compassion. We can build understanding, build new friendships, build new bonds. And I think that's the real kind of highlight to someone's ability to tap into other people's hearts. You can kind of tell the character of a person that way is how much they can bring people together in their passing, how mm-hmm. much they can really transform just those who are living with their memory. I think that's always been like kind of like a powerful thing with like mortality. That's always kind of like brought me in. Yeah, man, for real. Cause like this whole like pandemic and we talked about it last time, just like with all these weird changes in like government and like economics and all that stuff, like people have been going through a lot. Uh, like a lot of people have been like losing people like very close to them. Like I also lost uh, my aunt um, like, in june or, or the next month may yeah and then because we, we had her memorial and Reed's memorial in the same week so between wow. those two yeah it was like so between those two things like on top of you know getting ready for this project it was just like a lot of like turns of emotions and stuff but instead of seeing them as like i mean don't get me wrong i did go through my time of mourning and all that but i also saw like i think this is a sign that i need to like take like not that I haven't been taken seriously, but really understand, like you said, uh, the impact of mortality um, yeah. now, you know? And so uh, mm. doing doing it for those who are here and those who are gone and those, cause I get read, like I wouldn't have gotten where I was without him and my aunt who went to my first show, you know, that was very powerful to me, you know, back in yeah. 2018. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been a wild ride, but I'm just super grateful and, uh, I don't see death as like the NIC as transcending into the next phase anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the one thing that regardless of anyone's beliefs and how they see the world and like, whether it's reincarnation or not, if it's one and done methodology, you know, um, it's just the power of gratitude, regardless of just trying to see the situation for what it can provide you in the moment, you know, as the lesson of grace that everything is, I think that's the most powerful aspect of like the human experience is once we tap into just being thankful for life, being thankful for just, you know, all the small things, everything that we have in our experience, it really does take you to a next level of just like how you perceive and handle and deal with stress, conflict, whatever it is. Oh yeah. 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 Dude. It's a, everything that we worry about is not really as deep as we think it is you know in terms of on like a third dimensional plane with like work and relationships it's like like going back to like just realizing that we could go like die or just like transform at any given moment you know like the fact that you and i able you and i are able to have this conversation is a miracle because like we probably shouldn't have been there we beat like a million different sperms to get to this life when we're at you know what i'm saying like we're we're literally breathing miracles and people take that for granted every single day so yeah dude it's it's wild bro that's why i try to like that just be like everything's an adventure like okay i have a day job but like i get to like travel with them that i get to go to different stores meet different people network you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that, yeah yeah that's real power so. See, that's a fascinating take because, again, it's all just the power of perception and how you choose to see things. Like, um, there was always this, like, famous story of, you know, this teacher, Adyashanti, who was pen pals with different prisoners. And one of them, you know, was having a really tough time. And it tried to, it totally switched in terms of, like, their experience of being in prison mm. from something that was a, a very painful, suffering-filled experience to one that was akin to a monastery. Just because they switched their perspective where it's like, oh, wow, you know, I wake up in this beautiful monastery where I can really focus on myself and really asking myself the questions of, you know, like, who am I and diving into that, you know, spiritual introspective search. But again, it's like it really does transform 
how much you can do in this world too when you really just like accept the ride oh yeah dude yeah dude. and that's why like and for those who don't know me and peter man like we're kindred spirits like we'd be kicking it sometimes <laughs> and he's always saying just go with the flow let it go and i get all that to a point but my problem is <laughs> i'm a i'm a taurus and tauruses are known to like very earth and grounded but too grounded, like I'm too stubborn sometimes. So on one hand, I can like, when it comes to my art, I'm hella carefree. But on another hand, when it comes to every other stuff as in terms of like what I like to do versus what I don't like to do, I'm very like uh, eminent on both sides. So it's hard for me to like try new things sometimes. So I try to like, mm. uh, you know, tap into the other side. It's like, yeah, it's like asking an earthbender to like airbend. It's like, dude, what? Like, so, yeah, man. <laughs> Hey, yo, it's all a step. It's all a step in process. Everyone's yeah. growing. But I guess, you know, I mean, you say that, like, even though you're like, oh, you like to kind of stay and like do your thing. But you took a little adventure to California to do some new stuff. And like, how did that turn out? That's true. Yeah, man. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. That, so last year, shout out. So shout out to her name's China. I went out there to go meet. Uh, she's an interviewer. She like works with local artists within the California scene. I did a virtual interview with her back when my energy EP dropped. Uh, I found her Instagram, uh, just like searching different people to like do interviews with. Um, and we did that virtual one. We always kept in touch. I brought it up, I want to say like a few months ago, like, hey, I'd like to like do an in-person one. Do you do in-person interviews? She said yes. And uh, it was a lot of like, kind of like text tag because she, she was pretty busy with, with different stuff. And then finally we were able to organize it. So I, like the end of May, I, um, I worked it out where I would stay with my good friend, shout out Mateo, for like four days so I could go out there and uh, do that interview with her um, just off the strength of manifestation. Because like, again, during like, <laughs> going back to spiritual eyes, the reason why I dropped that, that whole album is just about my spiritual awakening in terms of like, just doing a lot of studying and understanding like whatever I want, I can manifest. I just have to like go for it with consistency and persistence. Um yeah. And so I kind of took that approach, which is why that was able to happen. Cause I was like, this probably won't happen. But then I was like, no, let me just switch my mindset and just like make it, even though with all this pandemic crap, like I'm going to go to California somehow, you know? And so like, I, I just like took that leap and just like stayed on it. And then we were able to get it going. Um, but yeah, that was a really fun trip. Uh, I got to see my good friend Mateo and, and, you know, like got to like sightsee, see my cousin who lives out there too. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was really cool to be out there um, because, I mean, during this time, which was only a few months ago, like Washington was kind of dead in terms of like things weren't really happening, obviously, because yeah. we're, we're still very serious about the lockdown or whatever. But in California, on Venice Beach, just lined up as artists performing and doing all these different things. I got to perform a little bit while I was out there and like bands were like playing and people were like coming together and uh one night, I think it was my last night there. There was like this, like kind of you would have loved it, Peter. There was like a crazy yeah. spirit, tri- tribal, tribal, like spiritual circle with drums and people. I felt like I was in like some Amazon rainforest on a beach, <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so I get as I'm walking close to it, some dude who looks like I want to say Little Wayne or something. He looked like the Black Willow Wonka, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's the best way. I, like Mateo knows what I'm talking about. But like I, we walked as we're getting closer to the circle and he comes up, he's like, Oh, yo, get in there and get your blessing. And, and so like, <laughs> you know, and so I, I'm just like, I, I just go in on one side and Mateo goes on the other side and just like, but he was right. Like just being in that, like dancing and then like 
So kind of like, you know, like in a movie when someone's like part of a celebration, then they pause to reflect on their life. That's literally what was happening to me. <laughs> yeah, seriously, literally happened to me. And just really being like, yo, like this, I'm on the right path and like everything's going to be okay. It felt like the spirits were all talking mm. to me all at once during all this like chanting. It was like, I was like in a trance, man. It, it was crazy. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. So, yeah. And so, uh, and I kind of go backwards on the trip, but like, I think like the second night, which was also kind of crazy in a different way, there was like some crazy riot that was happening in, uh, oh, wow. on Huntington Beach. Uh, there's like some, some famous TikTok kid named uh, Adrian, this infamous Adrian's kickback was happening, uh, apparently. Cause me and Mateo, we're just going to network. I mean, I had a bunch of business cards with me. So we're like, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah. talk to locals and network, you know? Yeah. And, uh, we're like, we saw a lot of kids were like, oh, this is, this is, there's a party going on here. That's dope. But then we realized that whole thing turned into a riot and then cops came and they were throwing tear gas. I've never been tear gas before. And that was, that was the first time, but I'm still out there. <laughs> King Dow independent arts, <laughs> you know, it's just, still trying to, you know, <laughs> still trying to like, you know, just make moves. But it was fun. And then like, I, like I was like dancing in a circle and they vlogged that too and put it on his YouTube. He had like a million he has like over a million subscribers or something. So that wow. was a cool little thing that happened. But yeah, dude, that was a beautiful trip. And like going, yeah, going bring, riot, spiritual experience. I know man, it, was, it was a straight movie, dude. I'm trying to think what else crazy happened. Yeah. Just all that. Just, Oh, and then like, you know, going back to the Venice beach, what's cool about that beach is amongst all the cool different activities. It was kind of like a festival type of deal. Uh, hmm. On the, at the skate park, you have like people skating, but then on the other side, these, artists come together and they're making a cypher uh and i used to go to the cyphers out here in washington um uh, that were put on at the black lab gallery and they're probably going to come back this fall but while we're out there they just like put together a cypher at the skate park and so me nice. and my friends rap but the cool thing was that uh the skaters and the rappers both had an audience so everyone who <laughs> wasn't doing yeah everyone who wasn't doing anything and just chilling like they were, they were like taking in everything, all the action. So like, like you had, mm. and and also there was like other people like doing like inline skating, and they also had an audience. So uh, the beautiful thing about that uh, that Kali showed me was that yo, like people do appreciate the art. It's just a matter of like us artists like still going out there and doing things. I mean, because you and I, we kind of yeah. did it too. Yeah, uh, yeah. With, yeah, with uh, for people who don't know, uh, we put together a full spectrum performance like uh, park event, and we did it this year and we did it last year. And uh, and l- this time around, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've only done two with you. I think this is the best one so far. You know, <laughs> you know in terms of yeah. just like people, yeah, in terms of people congregating, and so like br- taking everything I learned from yeah. California and bringing it here, and and with what we're doing and what I'm doing, I'm like, yeah, like like there's there should be no reason why we can't manifest whatever we want in this life so yeah 100 percent. and then you know just uh for some context for the listeners that maybe not be in the loop things uh the event that king's talking about is uh called community through unity that's and, what i was thinking yeah you know and it's all about really just bringing together you know like-minded creatives and how would you say like tapped in individuals to really just hold space and create a space based on peace, love, creativity, you know, expression. And it goes with some yoga, some meditation. And then that really just kind of like roots and grounds you and just like kind of just like gives you that nice, I would say almost the the realignment. Like it really harmonizes and balances you to have like this amazing experience while just hanging out, eating good food and listening to some amazing music. So 
you know, it's a uh, guess. I got to say thank you again for being one of the musical performances. And that's kind of the thing that's kind of crazy about yourself, too, is you talk about creativity and expression. You know, it's like you're da- you dance like I saw some of the dancing bits from California, but it's also, you know, the rap aspect for music. But the at the CCU, you're showing like the, the old school bass side. So that's one of the cool things where it's like, how long have you been playing bass? And like, when's your group like? How's the King Dow group doing? Like, nah, for sure, man. Yeah. So, uh, so I've been playing bass since I was ten. Let's see, I'm 27 now. Was that 17 years? I think. Yeah. So I, I've been playing. Yeah, for a long time. I started playing by ear with my dad, uh, mm. electric bass, and then um, from there, I, I kind of just like ta- self-taught myself. Like bass, I would listen to recordings and like work on my ear. So I, I, I have a really good ear because of all that. I didn't have. I and I taught myself how to read music uh in high no in middle school in middle school is when i taught myself let's go back elementary school is when i taught myself how to read music uh and then because i used to play an orchestra violin and then middle school shout out mr caldwell Caldwell. yeah we went to the same middle school you know what i'm saying that's crazy uh and then when i got to uh high school because i was already playing bass by ear this whole time but the high school didn't have an orchestra so i had to pivot and just focused on bass entirely and all they had was the upright so i had to like based off what i understood about electric i had to bring <sighs> that to the upright yeah and so and i still and i still had to teach myself how to, i already knew how to read music but only through treble so i had to teach myself how to read bass clef you know <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying so yeah, like did that all the way through high school i didn't get my first private teacher until uh college and so i beat uh, some older kid and got the placement in jazz one jazz one's like joining like varsity basketball team but you're yeah, yeah. a jazz musician for people who don't know context <laughs> you know and so uh, yeah so I, I did all that and uh and during that time too while i was in high school i formed my own trio called dysfunction which is contrived of me my drummer luca that you saw and oh, nice. uh my producer slash dj and pianist michael henning and so that's like a instrumental funk trio uh, for the event. I uh, I was trying to get them for the event, but a couple of, well, the piano player couldn't do it. So uh, I was like, okay, I'll just get together with some, some local jazz cats I, I work with too. Um, nice. But yeah, so uh, yeah, we're still doing stuff together. So there's so there's two groups. There's a, <laughs> the King the King Dow, which is my main thing, my solo music that they back me up on when it's time to perform. Michael also helps produce. He actually produced. Uh, a song called Red Fellow that was dedicated to my friend Reed who passed away. Um, mm. so, yeah, and that's out. Um, and so that's that's one side. And then the other side is the trio that will play at different jazz events. We did uh, the Edmonds Jazz Festival uh, a couple weekends ago. Um, we played at we play at Central Saloon all 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 around town. Um, oh, nice. I, I I consider that like like a like a side project um, because it, it it gives me another way to continue like playing bass in terms of like a band setting um yeah but king dow is like the main thing only because like and this is why like when people would ask me hey do you like doing singing more or playing bass i hate that question because i wouldn't be king king dow what dow whatever you want to call me without yeah, yeah. being a bass player being a dancer you know being a thinker and all these different things like that like and we talked about this actually literally yesterday. Like people want you to be one dimensional, but that's not how how it works to be a, to be a part of the human experience. You know, you need it all. And so I'm grateful for because I used to uh, kind of like be constrict conflicted. I wasn't sure like should I go this way? Should I go that way? I like yeah. to do all these things, 
but I had to realize all of these make me who I am. And so mm. what really brought that to light was, and, and this kind of brings up the show that's coming up. So uh, playing a show at the Black Lab Gallery, September 18th, uh, me, Emmanuel Brown and Aldo, or for everyone who wants to come through, you can get tickets online. <laughs> but uh, uh, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because, so we had to sell tickets, right? And so when I thought about who, I, who would want to come see me perform, I thought about all these different people from all these communities that know me, from my jazz community, from all the jam yeah. sessions and stuff I've done, from the hip hop community, from all the cyphers and stuff I've gone to, from the dance community, you know, like yeah. I used to be a teacher, like all these communities uh, uh, of people who like support me and that showed me like I made the right move and like I'm doing the right thing. And it doesn't matter which way I choose to go, mm. people are going to rock with me regardless. It doesn't matter if I'm playing and playing bass or whatever. It's cool when they get surprised. Like when I uh, performed for my, uh, for Reed Redfellow, his memorial, a lot of people that were used to seeing me playing bass, they were surprised. And yeah, they probably want to see me play bass, but they still respect it <laughs> just, as, just as much as if I was playing, you know, yeah. or vice versa. People who see me play bass but want to see me rap, they respected it just as much, you know. And, and that was a cool thing. And not that I wanted respect either way. I could care. If you rock with me, you rock with me. It doesn't matter how you came into my life, but it's cool yeah. to see no matter what it is I do, pe- people get have that natural respect regardless. So, Well, I think it's because it's tapping into something that I think a lot of people are really just naturally drawn to. And it's someone that's just being authentically themselves. And that's one of the biggest I don't know, I'd say life lessons that I always try to pass on and, you know, bestow people is just to recognize that there's no such thing as judgment. You know, the only one judging you is yourself. Everyone has their own version of you in their head. But the most important being or concept or, you know, thing to master in this world is ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's one of the things where it's when you get into like the creative aspects of stuff, we seep into everything when you really invest your whole beingness into your own self and like what really sparks joy to you. And then when you do that, life kind of takes this next level twist where it sees the, the love radiating from yourself that it just starts to transform into like, like attracts like, as I see it, you know, cause they always say opposites attract, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, only when you have to learn through chaos and all that nonsense. But when you start <laughs> to, al- but when you start to align yourself with your own truth and like what really like resonates with your spirit, it becomes that switch where it's like attracts, like your tribe begins to attract its tribe. You know, you start to have more of that um, harmony with life when it's starting to set up the, you know, the, the pave, or I guess you would say like the roadway or the, or the stepping stones for you to like keep pushing in this experience. So like, I always tell people like, Hey, I mean, like, you know, someone's doing it right when you're gaining attraction and notoriety and like booking shows from just being yourself, like, cause that's how you gain people that actually like really respond and resonate with you. And that's the most important part, right? No facts, man. Yeah. Going back to what you said, like that whole, opposite track crap like i used to think that looking at like my mom and dad i guess because like okay my dad he's the music dude my mom she's more like business savvy but like that that's just surface level like there's a lot of deeper things that connect to them and I, I feel that way for a lot of people but yeah like you said like no like the reason why you and i rock well together is because we both have a similar view of the world it's not because oh i uh i don't know like i want to play basketball and you want to like play with pom-poms just right i don't know but you know what i'm saying like <laughs> like like yeah it, it's all that's all a, that's all a scam in terms of like the human interaction but yeah man and, and going back to like you said like that judgment thing i read uh this book from miguel ruiz who wrote uh that that one book that everyone knows the four agreements there's another one that he wrote called uh 
you know, Toltec Book of Wisdom or Book of Knowledge, uh, which is actually uh, where I got the, the uh, inspiration to name my um, album Spiritual Eyes because it talks about the spiritual eye, which is like mm. the third eye, um, you know. Uh, but uh, he talks about how, like, you uh, see yourself as your, you're the main character and then, like, you put this judgment on other people as saying, like, oh, they're secondary. They're the secondary character to your first character um mm. and how, how to get out of that uh which mm. i agree with too because for me like like saying not judging people what I, what i've realized is like okay i may be uh the player one in my in my world but peter's mm. also player one he's not player two to me he's another player one that yeah. i can learn from and like work with and, and you know see different sides from so that's what we need to realize is like everyone is their own player one to their life like they may not be as close to your story, but they're still like very important within their story, within their world, their world. So. Well, and that's where that right there is like, you know, a simple way to talk upon just living compassionately. And I think that's what's ultimately attracts a lot more people together than it pushes people apart, obviously, because we see what division does. We see how division creates those judgments. And I, that's probably the avenue in terms to take that in the sense of, you know, as you grow, do you see it as the sense of, you know, each kind of recognition you have about yourself, it eliminates way more judgment and division than was present before. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because going back to the tourist thing, I don't know what it is, but like just <laughs> one thing, like, okay, I was always self-aware, like, uh, like always super self-aware who I was, but like, but actually like being aware and actually recognizing it and doing something about it, as opposed to like, Oh, I noticed about myself and not doing anything about it. And now I'm like taking notes, like, Oh, I'm very judgmental about this thing or these type of people. Let me work on this mm. because this might be people who would want to support me or help me out. You know what I mean? And and that just comes from, yeah, just like, you know, like, I mean, I've made mistakes in my own life, but for the most part, I wasn't as like troublesome as like most people in our lives that we know are usually, but realizing, okay, I'm not better than the next person or vice versa. And so like, yeah understanding okay my name is king and all that stuff but at the end of the day like not letting that ego of like where i am with my life purpose like keep me from being like an asshole or whatever not to say that i, I ever was but like <laughs> you know like that everyone like, has the, moments every, yeah I everyone has moments, moments of, yeah, yeah we're human beings or i think it's i think that's one of the first things to, of the judgment aspect is that we can't judge ourselves because then we can't get anything done we have to accept what we do you know, it's, it's ultimately coming to the knowing that it's okay, whatever happened in the past, because it made us who we are right now. The only thing that we can do is just be better, like, here on out. That's it. Yeah, it's very simple, man. Because like, like, humans, I feel like we can like, there's, there's definitely a way of talking yourself too much into like, complicating things like you can definitely talk mm -hmm. too much <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i and i've witnessed people do it to me so many times it's like you made your <laughs> point you made your point like 30 minutes ago <laughs> now we're just talking for the sake of talking at this point but yeah well we're so divided i feel like that's one of the biggest things right now is that the with how tribal things have gotten it's completely started to break down any type of cohesiveness and maybe it's necessary for people to find, you know, common ground with something that's a little bit deeper and more, you know, real than all the superficial stuff like, Oh, your favorite team, your, 
you know, like your state, your color that you vote for, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, but I've seen that started to really, you know, kind of transform within people these past few years is that, you know, you've either gone super tribal. It's like that divergent point, like, you know, at the society, everything's been changing and it's been getting a bigger gap between like, I've either seen people become super tribal and way more exclusive, which is obviously like fear, tension, negativity versus love and like openness so i think that's the cool thing where i see you know you touched upon it earlier where it's like yeah the community through unity event that we did like that had so many people just like coming to the park and staying and just hanging out and enjoying the music and the the experience so it really does just go to show that i feel like way more people align with like the love the harmony the peace the community the the unity the uh yeah yeah No, no yeah exactly the unity and the best thing about that event bro it didn't matter if you're like you said, if you voted for Trump, if you voted for Biden, if you vote, if you wore a mask, if you didn't, if you got the vaccine, if you didn't, everyone was just there in communion to one simple thing, love and music. That was it. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing. And I think that's like like we're saying how we're getting divided. We're losing that in our community with all these different regulations that these venues and stuff are doing in terms of like the community aspect of music and, you know, the arts period you know and that's why yeah. and that's another reason and shout out to isabella at the black lab uh because she's allowing the artists to well i'll say two things so what's been happening is from what i've noticed like because i would go out sometimes uh with my friends and stuff um but before like there wasn't any regulation so everything was getting filled you know all these different venues were pre-popping fast forward like a week or two later once the uh mandate happened again or whatever that Inslee passed now it's like all these different places have it to where uh you need to have a card or show that you're not that uh you know you don't that you got the vaccine or you didn't whatever um yeah some type of so test with some in addition to that exactly and so because of these regulations now their business has gone down you know and so mm. uh because of that okay yeah you you basically you divided people again because now people who don't believe in this stuff they want us to they want to go have a good time but they can't because now you have this thing and then people who do uh or did did go through regulations or whatever like they'll probably still go but they'll probably feel weird because it's not as lit as it could be because not everyone can go so yeah and, and uh yeah shout out to isabella for the owner of the black lab because she's allowing us the artists to choose choose how we want to run it and we decided we want to make sure everyone can have a good time so like you come yeah. as you are, whether you vaccine or not, mask, no mask, it, it doesn't matter. We just want people to enjoy the music because, and it really sucks for artists because artists you do want to perform, it puts them in a tight position because it's like, okay, they want to make sure everyone's safe and all that stuff. And I get it, but now it's like, do you go support this venue and, and uh, you know, do it? Or do you try to find other ways knowing it might, it's going to be harder, but mm. you, know, you know what I'm saying? And so that's another thing. Yeah, and so that's something I'm realizing, like, okay, this is going to test me, too, because now I have to really walk it like I talk it in terms of, like, where mm-hmm. I am with these things. And, again, no judgment to however people want to, like, live their life. That, that's up to you. But, like, I also have to be real. Because, like, like, the thing we did at the community event, I want people to know that when they come to whatever thing I'm doing, they're not going to be judged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they can be who yeah. they are. Well, I think that's the the kind of transformation that's happening and it's some of the potential that we can actually kind of capitalize on as people is really take all of this into our own hands. Like who needs, I mean, I, there was no drinking and really like smoking going on. It was 
sober event from what I was aware of. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things like if people wanted to have a drink, if people wanted to smoke, if people wanted to do anything, you know, you're at a park, you can do that. You know, it's a taxpayer funded park. It's something that I think is really changing the way people are going to be experiencing the arts mm. by force. You know what I mean? So I think there's yeah. nothing. I think the more type of pop up, you know, like busking, you know, just even just like mini festivals, I think that's going to start gaining a lot more popularity in the coming weeks and months, you know, as they continue to close things down. Because I know one thing that people really missed and were really kind of deprived of, and you can see that excitement when it came back was music. You know, people being able to gather again in a space and just have the like that type of energy being played. And that's the kind of magic that I think we have as the opportunity of this kind of choice and debacle. You know, is it okay to tell it's is it okay to exclude people based on something that they choose to put in their body or not? I think we're gonna find out real quick and people are voting with their dollars right now. And it's actually showing the fact that, you know, people are not okay with it. And I know actually know a lot of people who, you know, again are and aren't that don't support anyone trying to exclude anyone based on that stuff. I mean, again, it's like we're, they put fear into such a place of being a virtue that I feel like people just try to do whatever they want now just to appease the government versus just like, just do what we know what people want. Cause again, like people are super stoked about that stuff. And I feel like if we can transition that energy into taking back art scene in the creative scene that you don't need a venue to be successful. You don't need a venue to have a lot of people like show up. I think that'd be really powerful to like play with in these coming months too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think it's really going to, again, test art, test artists in terms of like, okay, like for example, I don't, and I talked about this with you as well. Like I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't, I don't do anything. However, I don't care if other people do in a social setting. I don't care if that's who you yeah. are when you come to my show, if you come, hide in my show i'm a, not gonna kick you out or whatever like that that's who you are and i just rock with you because you rock with the message period this the whole point i think artists forget that we have our morals and who we are but that doesn't mean that we cast judgment so again going back to like you got the shot you didn't i'm what i've been seeing is like for those who artists who are on the side of like they support what's going on with this whole vaccine that's cool but like you gotta realize you have people that rock with you that don't. So when you say certain things, you're alienating those people, you know, yeah. and the other way too. And I think a lot of artists and uh, he, my warning guys, you know what I'm saying? Let's go viral. I don't care. But like, we really got to be careful how we talk about people and ideas and make sure we're not stepping on people's toes. Like speak your truth, like, like, like regardless, like with conviction, but make sure that, you know, you're also supporting those that rock with you and may have different opinions, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I try to oh, yeah. move with when I'm like, uh, I gotta give a shout out to Brian 444. He actually, he's one of the people that inspired me. So like, uh, and that interview you guys did was super dope. I'm looking forward to the after show. But you know, like he, he will do spiritual TikToks where he just like, you know, just give people some positive messages. Uh, and I was like, that's a cool way to like, cause I like, I, I mean, I like to talk a lot too. I like to speak positivity. Um, and I would do it through music and like random stories on Instagram or something. But I was like, mm -hmm. I kind of like, like I want to do it in a set, like a small video form. Like YouTube would be dope, but I don't have time to like really like put all my like I'm using YouTube, but for the music videos, that that's that's money yeah. enough. Like I don't have time yeah, to like yeah. I thought I did. I don't have time to like make crazy Ralph Smart videos or whatever. <laughs> and so like 
Um, but the cool thing with TikTok is like I can put out more videos like quickly with a small amount of time and draft and all that stuff. So seeing Brian do that inspired me to want to do that. And and for me, it was never about numbers or whatever. I just want to have a consistent message to give people. And when I started to see mm. sparking of it, right, like I'd say like within the last four weeks, I started going, my, my, my TikTok has been blowing up because people are starting to resonate. I'm like, that's all I wanted. I want to just like bring people <laughs> together. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of, yeah. and, and sometimes I'll, I'll talk about, you know, the, like shots, no shots, color, craze, read, politics, whatever. But the whole point is the, the, the theme is always, you know, moving without judgment, loving each other and breaking through those barriers of like separation. Cause that's the biggest, mm. like you, like you said, like uh, how like, people are going to realize like with all these different lockdowns that we, we don't need venues to do shows. People are going to realize, Oh yeah, we don't need these, uh, these uh, like, labels to like love each other, you know? So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, that's the potential here. I think there's definitely an interesting, you know, chance for people to be courageous and act on their art and act on their love mm-hmm. and really create a space because I mean, it's what you're saying in terms of even just like noticing the TikTok growth the world is tapping back into one that values truth that mm. values these kind of love open based inclusive knowings without the bs division you know the divide and conquer tactics which gives me a lot of hope you know that of all the times for things to really start resonating with people's hearts it's definitely now <laughs> like dude it, it, so it made me so happy to see like okay brian start blowing up off spirituality your guys's channel shout out to you guys when i saw you guys like you know um uh got to that 1800 you know and then uh they're starting to monetize i'm like yes and then stuff is happening for me i'm like yeah all these like you these are good signs that this is the time of like positivity consciousness fifth dimension messages like that's that's the new trend and i don't even want to say trend because trends die out but like i want to say that's the new movement you know what i'm saying yeah. Well, it's the new, it's the next evolutionary step. And I just want to say quick intermission. I just want to say shout out to Tara by Janine for that little boost. Uh, the truth is yes. spiritual community rec- real recognizes real. So we thank you for your support. Um, and those that just randomly popped in. Um, but most importantly, I think that's the, I, I want to highlight that because I, I don't see this as a fad or a trend. I see this as the, the scales finally coming back into balance. I feel like we've been living in such like a very like corrupt, this world doesn't really resonate with the human spirit at all. And, you know, as the universe has been changing as, you know, consciousness itself continues to evolve in this understanding, that's where I feel like we're at this precipice of we're the pivot people, you know, as so to speak, you know, we're the ones like the ones that are tapped in are the ones that are going to have to really start to channel this energy into like the world that we really want to create versus getting having people, you know, pass over their free will and continue the same cycles of war, destruction, division, hate, and all, all the fear, nonsense. So I think it's seeing trends like that, though, that give me a lot of, again, like hope and just joy knowing that like, yeah, most people are on this wave right now. Mm-hmm. At least how I see it. No, fact. I want to ask you too, like in terms of like outside of like, you know, the accolades in terms of like our, like our social media is doing well. Do you feel like you, like people have started paying really close attention to you uh, and what you're about during all of this? Like, uh, Hmm. I know, I know like for me, like I've definitely seen like, it feels like the amount of eyes, like people are always watching me, but now it feels like the amount of eyes are really watching me. And when people reach out and say certain things, like, thank you. We need you stay alive. And all this cra- It's like, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not verified. We, we ain't gotta be like that. 
you know, like the, those like uh, Stay alive. Save, <laughs> save King Dao at all costs or save King Lucas at all costs type shit. Like I, I, I'll, I'll get those sometimes. And I'm like, wow, okay. It like it's it, it's it's mm-hmm. puts like a like a whatever the saying is like a something within my back. Like oh, this is like this is for real. Like people need mm-hmm. this message, and I'm blessed to have it to where it's channeling through me. But yeah, I was just curious, like if you felt that. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that life always graces us with these opportunities to remind us what's really working. It's, you know, I don't like to, it's hard for me to want to use the word validation, but it's like it, but it verifies rather, you know, that, yep, rock, go in the right way. And it's always those moments, like, again, at the CTU, we got such good positive feedback, you know, and just from the things that, you know, from like my meditations and sot songs, it's the same thing, you know, people, I think the thing for me that is like that deep satisfaction, and it's just such a, it's a love, is when I have different people like message me on or like leave a comment or like email me about like a dope spiritual experience. That's probably been the coolest thing to to witness from some people and, and to actually know that like my words and, you know, really is just expressing my path of these understandings. You know, that's yeah. really, I only, I only can speak on what I know. So I just express things the way I, I experience them and know them or understand them at that point in time. Uh, and to have them talk about like major awakenings and unfoldments and like healing and that type of transformation is always super powerful. So I think that's one of the things that is good for the person to experience is just to know that like, it feels a lot better helping people than it ever has felt hurting people. Oh yeah. And that's, and that's like the deep transformation that I find is always so beautiful when you find people that are like tapped into their work like that is that they can really like harness that and give their gift to the world. And you know, it's really, again, someone's there's 8 billion people out there. There's always going to be people that vibe with you. Mm. Like, you know, and that's the thing that's that technology and like things like TikTok have really showed us is that like, yeah, dude, there's a lot of people out there that, like are tapped into different things they get it man yeah i like if i if i don't get all of them just 10 percent is enough exactly yeah like people like you said like there's if not a million people are gonna rock with you okay ten thousand. that's all you need in that that how many do you how many do you really need to be happy like Mm. (laughs) yeah facts that's what it's never enough and that's what people don't realize and that's why um and then okay and then okay look all right, let's get really ready. <laughs> so, like, Go all right, guys, um, the pendulum. <laughs> I, I, if you <laughs> if you guys really want to tap in, like, well, like everything Peter and I have been talking about, like together and separately on our different things. Like, <laughs> first off, first off, before I, meditation, you have to like go within because, like, that's like step number one, yeah. and I'm sure you agree. Like, you need is like. It's not like people think, oh, I'm just gonna you know believe and I'm gonna start flying, levitate. No, you have to like meditate and do all that stuff internally uh but once you get past all that you'll start to like be blessed with spirit and be able to see different things um peter you know graciously showed me like you know the powers of the pendulum <laughs> like and the pendulum for, you, you mean this not, <laughs> <laughs> he had it ready i was just gonna point the one out you're wearing this guy he's like oh king's on we got it with this chair <laughs> No, that's awesome. But no, for real. Like, so the pendulum, guys, and maybe you can explain more. Uh, I'm just like going off what I've known and seen based off our 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 sessions. But like, it's this it's this medallion where when you can have a graph, or you don't necessarily need a graph, but it's a way that you can channel like spirit and a spirit can talk to you 
and depending on once you figure out like how it communicates yes no uh depending on how it sways uh that's that's the way that you can channel like the fifth dimension talking to you know maybe past loved higher ones yeah. higher self essentially um and so for me my great aunt evelyn uh she passed like within a year or something and she spoke to us through the spirit because the pension was saying someone within your family bloodline on your mom's side wants you to want less and I was like, what? And so like, I texted him, I texted my mom, like, yo, did anyone pass that's a female on your side in the last year? And she's like, actually, yeah, you're great. And I was like, I was done. I'm like, nah, because, and we've done like multiple sessions, but I was like, this is crazy, bro. Like, you know, you know, like when you know, like, okay, you know, something is real, but to actually see it, you still freak out. Like, I thought I was past freaking out. I'm not past freaking out, bro. Like if I turned around and saw you meditate or levitate, I'd be like, yes, I know. You know, like, it's crazy. So like, but no, so saying all that to say, like you said, like how much is enough? Uh, when my aunts through through the spirit of the pendulum said, I want less, it made me realize you're right, want less because I'm blessed with everything, you know? So Ooh. yeah, people Ooh. need to realize that, bro. Like like the fact that you simple things, away. breathing, touching, just like even getting sexually aroused, like these are very simple human feelings that we always take for granted. And a lot of yeah. people can't feel this or do this. So it's like, the fact that mm-hmm. you can like says it all i mean like go ahead oh no i was just gonna say man i mean you, you yeah. touched on it earlier like you said everything yeah. is a miracle and yeah. you know this life is a miracle and i think that's one of the biggest things to recognize about just this human experience is that everything that we live through everything that we get to like enjoy everything everything about this experience really is a a, a beautiful gift Mm-hmm. It really is that like miraculous occasion where it's like, you're just here living, breathing on this f- rock flying through space, yeah. you know, with a bunch of other people getting to unfold internally, externally. And just like, what, like, what more could you ask for? Like the world is your playground. Exactly, man. Like we're so like, I get it. We all have aspirations in terms of what things we want to do. I Sometimes I'll ask myself, like, what if, that there wasn't a name for being an artist. You know what I mean? Like, what if there wasn't like, there's this step, so you need to get this many followers, you need to get on this placement, you need, you know, like, what if these were never things? What if we were just like living and like, I knew, oh yeah, I like to dance and sing and I would just do it, but there's never like a reward to get to the next level. Like, basically, mm-hmm. yeah, what, I'm, what I'm saying, like, what if there's no rewards in this game? Because life is a beautiful mm-hmm. experience, but it is a game, like within like the third dimensional matrix that we're in, in terms of like job, money house family like Hmm. that same thing goes for our careers essentially um and so like i think like the 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 hardest thing to tap into but that isn't impossible you just have to like really believe is understanding you can be wherever it is you want to be within your own perspective uh discipline or passion is just Hmm. realizing you don't have to like go up that monopoly rat race that you think you do uh, yeah. based off the confines of like the industry which is why like i love the idea of being an independent artist and i think a lot of people mm. should with the power of the internet like listen like you're your own uh you know radio broadcast show you know i like you, we put this all together just like on our own channels respectively and without yeah. no industry no person gatekeeper like they used to do back in the day so yeah i think uh, just I don't know where I was going with that tangent wise, but like people just really need to realize that there's so many different ways. Like we said, being in this playground that you can do whatever it is you want to do. You don't have to like join like 
the game that was created. Yeah. Because what if it wasn't a thing? So. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, look at any type of, uh, I guess you would say, like, brood or breed or, you know, just between kittens and puppies. Like, just look at any of them when they're in a little pin. There's always one that's trying to climb out. You know, mm. be the one that climbs out. I mean, obviously, like, not in the sense of, like, actual puppies and kittens, folks. But, you know, just, yeah. like, in terms of where we're born at, we're born in a box. We're yeah. born with these limitations. And life doesn't really begin until we get out of the pen. And then you realize who you are. And when you realize who you are and you keep fueling that, this discovery, this path of, you know, inner looking and self-mastery, then it, like, it completely transforms. And, like, I don't want people to think, like, when we say, like, life is a game, like, this is a playground that doesn't mean you're not playing it with sincerity <laughs> yeah. or love. Like right. there's, there's nothing more beautiful than playing. And I think any artist can express that where it's like, you know, you're up for your set, you're playing, you're literally, you're literally playing like that is life at its purest is when we are enjoying what we love. So, you know, just kind of loosely answer the question. I feel like that was asked back in that back into the statements was, <laughs> you know, what would we call people if we didn't have like the reward systems? What would we do? You know, what would we really, how would society be like, Ultimately, for me, I would just say like, oh, they're doing what they love. Mm-hmm. I think that would be like the the probably the purest thing. Oh, they're doing they love that, too. Oh, they love that. Um, but I think that's the real trippy thing we get into when you think about, you know, nothing in nature, nothing in society does has monetary anything. There's no <laughs> money, but we people do it. You know, so what would a world really be like if we could just express ourselves freely without having to worry about anything? Mm-hmm. That's a right. super loaded question. I mean, like, sky's the limit, right? Mm, definitely. In terms of creativity, especially with the technology we have nowadays. Like, if people had the... T- I mean, I think that's one of the things we saw with the coronavirus, though, is people finally had the time to breathe. So, we started to see more... So, we, we started to see more people wake up. We started to see more people tap into, like, you know, this kind of... These, this inner looking. They finally had the, the foot off the gas, so they had a moment to really, like, reflect and process, like, the experience that they're living. Most yeah. people don't have that type of relax or release. Mm, yeah man it's it's seeing the calm within the storm it's like this was the biggest blessing like like i know like don't get me wrong a lot of devastating things have happened around this time for myself included but there's a lot of beautiful things like i that Mm. i can never like recreate in terms of Mm. like my own like spiritual development you know the connections of people i've made such as yourself rusty different people that you know if this thing never happened probably would never happen it probably would happen differently but not the way it, it could have gone you know and so yeah like and just yeah like you said really taking advantage and like shout out to my mom it's been beautiful so i got like my i i, I always tell people i get my creative love for music from my dad but i get the hustle and the focus in terms of the business side from my mom because she's like my whole life she's always been a manager she's never been a worker bee for anyone like she's always been like the mm. manager or like some type of like boss like level uh position and I th- but leading up to this pandemic like she was uh, what was she doing like she was like a resource agent or something something but uh pandemic happened and she got laid off and uh you know she was living under under unemployment but this gave her time to really work on her business owning her own clothing business that she's yeah, always yeah. wanted to do and so she finally was able to do it and it's been amazing i haven't seen her like have an actual job and she was still able to have her own apartment through this whole damn thing and still do her <laughs> business and i'm just like i'm trying to be like mom like that's crazy you know so it's like it's, yeah. it's beautiful to see so mm. yeah man so say bring using an example to say like 
she chose this time to tap in and people can really tap in into what it is they really want to do. They have the time, you know, like yeah. they like they lost their job maybe or maybe like they got a divorce or they lost someone they thought was their everything, but that gave them time to realize who they really were. Like maybe this relationship was a distraction. So you needed that to realize how much time you wasted. So now you can like really put that energy into something that's real. Uh, so yeah, man, it's a, uh, I mean, you know what I mean? Like COVID just stands for creating our vision in detail. Shout out Ralph Smart, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, that now is the time to create our vision in detail. And that's why I'm like truly grateful and like blessed. Like, like, like we said earlier, like I may, we may not be where it is we want to be, but like we're closer than ever before based off, you know, just like putting in that action and manifestation process. Yeah. I mean, the first step is always just getting the foot out there. Like, I actually look in life and wonder how many times when I put myself out there and gave myself the opportunity, have I been denied? Have I been told no? Mm. Rarely, I'd say like a handful. And in those times, it was in those times in hindsight and looking back at it objectively, it was like it was never meant to be anyway. And it was a blessing that I didn't get those things because it would have been really bad. Like, oh, yeah, wouldn't have aligned with who, who I am, my spirit, anything. So I think that's just the cool part about it. And, you know, I just want to say, King, I'm going to have you hold on tight because we definitely want to have you on for the after show. But before we transition and we take a pause on this episode, I just have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What would be your biggest piece of advice for independent artists and people trying to be themselves in their art? Mm. Um, hmm. Damn. It started off, oh, easy answer. And I was like, wait, hold up, though. Like, this is deep. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, for real. Um. I would say just ask yourself if this was your last day, literally your last day, like today, right? Uh, how would you want to be remembered and what would be your statement? And just like use whatever statement that is, you, uh, like moral theme to like propel every decision you make. So like if you're scared to like approach that promoter to do something, let like remember like, okay, this is who I am. And I need to get this message out. And if I don't do it now, like I never will. So just really moving with conviction, being consistent. Um, mm. Consistency is, is, yeah, consistency is key because that's the one reason why we don't hear about most artists. They fall off because they slow down. Uh, you have to like, like, uh, you know, like, let me, yeah, you fall off. How did I say that? That was the deepest shit. Yeah. We'll run it back. We'll yeah, run, we'll it, run back it back at some point. Yeah, <laughs> you fall off because you slow down. That's what. So uh, going back to my TikToks, the only reason why that stuff started to blow up a little bit was because I was posting every single day. Like before yeah. I went to work, I work, I have to get up at like three, four in the morning sometimes. But before I go, I'm just, all right, let's, let's throw it on. And same with the music. Like I was working on it every single day, dancing, bass. I was practicing every single day. You know, like when I was mm. in a, it, I, back in jazz band like after college like after we do a gig everyone be like king why are you still in the basement i'm like i still gotta practice i messed up on that one note during that that second measure like i'll see you guys later late night in the basement you know what i'm saying surpassing everyone you know so it's like <laughs> that so that stamina is so now i can come to a festival and play for seven hours you know because other bass players don't show up because you know that's <laughs> another story but yeah uh yeah man it's just consistency you have to be consistent consistency with your theme consistency with who you are consistency with your mores you have to like keep yourself in check like if you put something out there uh make sure you're actually living what it is you're saying uh so like and that's something i try to practice like if i put something out a statement whether i say like 
okay, people work on semen retention or like make sure you brush your teeth twice a day or whatever. I need to make sure I'm doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Quite the spectrum of things on that example. Yeah, (laughs) just random crap. Yeah, but that's how my TikToks be. One minute I'm saying something, like it's all over the place. Cause, and that's why I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, spontaneity. But uh, yeah, you have to like walk it like you talk it. A lot of people don't walk like it, like they talk it, you know? And uh, we see that with politicians and different entertainers. You know, like, you know, like pick, pick your poison. Like there's so many people we don't have to name, but like hypocrites that like say something and behind the scenes, they're doing something they should not. And then it get, makes news. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but like if you're going to be consistent with a message and a theme of who you are, make sure you are actually living that. And like, like in this video game, if you say, oh, I'm a princess. Okay, we'll move like a princess. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're an NBA star or athlete, move like that like all yeah. the time in, in every way how 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 does the athlete brush their teeth how do they greet people how do they talk to you know their loved ones like all these different things can find and that's why mm. I'm, I'm 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 blessed by c as a responsibility even though like we have to detach ourselves from names my family named me king for a reason because to be a king means to be the first to lead that's why I like like i like not i i have a lot of uh gratitude that like i can like you know bestow love and different opportunities for like the people within my circle you know um like i don't shy away from wanting to be a leader but at the same time i gotta make sure not just in music i'm a leader for my siblings i'm a leader for you know you know uh those students that i have to go speak in front of or audience whatever you know um yeah that was a long way of answering that question (laughs) (laughs) it worked but it just opened up so many more questions so it's great for that after show convo Thanks again for coming on Creatives Chat. Tune in Monday when we release that part two. Roll the outro. That concludes this episode of Creatives Chat. Thank you for watching. Join us every Thursday at 3.33 p.m. Pacific Daily Time as creative minds get together and chat about who knows what. View more episodes on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks again to our sponsors for making this show possible. Thank you, We Are Storically, for your conscious human apparel. Shop online at wearehistorically.com. Hi, I'm Darius Wilrich. I'll teach you everything you need to know about playing jazz piano like a pro with my 12-week online video course and downloadable guidebook, Jazz Piano Pro Essentials. Enroll today at jazzpianopro.com. Thank you for joining us. Have a happy always. And subscribe to be notified of future episodes. 100%, right?